Greetings, Commanders, and welcome to episode 189 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Tafaya, Colin Ford, Head of Archives at Lave Station, and joining me in the Orange Sidewinder for this episode are, we have our Chief Bar Steward, Commander Grant Psycho Cow Walcott. Good evening, everyone. We also have our head of safety, Commander Ben Edelweiss. Okay, we're not going for my surname then. <laughs> yes, hello, Commanders, and at least I can remember my name. Sometimes. That's I've good. also missed the health bit. Have you? You're not uh, responsible for health anymore. Uh, not, not, not Colin's health, anyway. No, definitely and not pro- my prob- health. Probably not Toxic's health, and I do my best to definitely avoid Grant's health, health, actually. Yeah, so, I think we. I think we'll have to look at at splitting the department because it's 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 not seeming to have a, as much health as as we should do. Moving on, we've got Commander Shan, our head of Inhuman Resources. Hello. <laughs> and on to, on top of that, we have our director of pest control, uh, Ashley. That's Doctor Toxic. Good evening, you bunch of viewers and watchers and listeners and whatever's out there. So, um, it's been quite an interesting week since uh, since 3.0 dropped last week, so we've got a lot to get through, but quickly, we'll, we'll just run around the table and uh, see how everybody's doing. So, uh, let's start with our Inhuman Resources Director, Commander Shan. How have you been for the last week? It seems as I've been playing Elite non-stop. Uh, although I have been working, of course. Um, <laughs> I've, yeah, I've pretty much I've got all the Guardian goodies, all the tech broker goodies. I've engineered all my ships to the maximum possible extent and basically hit Elite as if it was a sledgehammer this, this last week. So basically you've done 3.0 and you're ready for 4 now? No, I've still got I've still got stuff I want to do, but it's uh, it's it's been more about doing science on things to see what they do now and how they work. Like I said, you could possibly explain notoriety to me. Oh well, it's toxic. Sucks, I think you're it? displaying game sounds. Oh, one second. Well, someone is. There you go. Well, I guess we'll cover that when it can't talk to me then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are the root of all evil, aren't you, Ben? <laughs> I'm waiting for you, Colin. I'm really trying to. I'm just, I'm just catching up and letting everything <laughs> flow at the moment. Okay, okay, okay. And the subject of that, Commander Ben, what have you been up to then? Uh, I, I've been, uh, I've not been playing as much elite, or at least not as much productive elite as as Shan has. But um, I will, I've been wumbling around. And engineering my chieftain up, so she's got thirty lightches and um, quite dirty drives, but still runs fairly nicely. Um, but I, I found out I was missing some things, so I went off and started having to try and get things at bases. And mm-hmm. skimmers then took offence at what I was doing, so naturally I had to kill them skimmers. Yes, um, which has led and, to you being wanted by any and that wound up getting me some notoriety. Um, and I tried shaking that. So, in the name of science, I actually, you know, I went off and tried to get my notoriety down to zero again because it was up at five. And Oof. yeah, 
I deliberately left myself logged in from 7 a.m. through till about 5 p.m. while I was at work on Monday. Mm -hmm. And basically, I didn't drop any notoriety. Um, I wish I would have known that. I would have come and killed you. Oh, I was docked up in a in a station. Um, That's fun. And this evening, I've basically <laughs> been logged in game since call it half five or something like that. And again, I've not lost any notoriety. Although my notoriety, you know, ironically enough, my notoriety dropped from four down to two whilst I was play being very naughty playing Grand Theft Auto last night. So I, I don't understand what the hell's going on with notoriety. Did you pay off Lester? Maybe Lester works. <laughs> Lester is secretly Dav. That is quite possible, I suppose. Okay. Um, Grant, how have you been this week? Yeah, it's been a good week. Um, uh, it was my mum's 70th birthday this weekend, so we were all out for a, a lovely meal on Sunday night, and now they've all disappeared up north for a lodge somewhere for a spar weekend which or spar week even and it snowed so today was worse than last week actually the snow was worse <laughs> this morning and it was only in the sort of like 10 uh, maybe i don't know three or four mile radius of my house um so I think i'm taking it personally this time because <laughs> although I, I had to scrape my driveway at seven o'clock this morning i then had to re-scrape it at eight because it was covered again and the traffic just wasn't moving it so at 11 o'clock I managed to get my son to school and the roads were clear I just went down the road past the wee roundabout and boom no snow at all and you're like going what's going on so yes there was that and I have been messing around with the TP cast which is of course a device for making your Vive uh, an Oculus if you have an Oculus there's an Oculus version. It costs almost as much as an Oculus, um, but it is available um, for that too, and it makes your Vive not wireless, really, because you've got wires, but it removes the umbilical cord from the flipping PC to your heat, so it means you can move around with a wee battery pack strapped to your arse and uh, have <laughs> a bit more freedom of movement. Um, and yeah, and uh, so far, um, I have got it working twice. Oh, good. I, I don't suppose that you know I have to have a breaking up. I'm breaking up right there because the damn things just decided to work. <laughs> Which damn thing in particular? The Vive TP cast. So yeah, right. Um, I mean, we could talk about it later on if you want to do a wee section on 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 the the VR. Why are you streaming? You could be showcasing it. No, because I don't. Uh, next week, I will have a separate machine ready to do my VR stuff, and I can capture that and stream it a lot easier than running the stream software. As I just demonstrated there, it interrupts and takes a little bit of processing power. So. Um, to stream from a machine that you're running this stuff on is not great, and it is so freaking pernickety. I have, it's a, it, to be honest, you know, from my point of view, it is not the nice, seamless thing that I hoped it would be, and it's kind of like an inelegant solution to a problem. <laughs> And I, I would suspect that if we get the next range of VR out and they're still not wireless, that this product yep. adequately demonstrates the issues that make it not worth doing in a commercial uh -huh. release. 
Um, when it works, it's supposed to be wireless, isn't it? It's coming out. <clears throat> well, the Vive Two is rumored, but the new Oculus is is rumored again. There's not been anything confirmed as far as I've seen, but um, this is such an inelegant solution, and it's quite a pricey one. You end up with you have a. I don't know. Did I put it in the show notes to talk about it later on? Um, yeah, let's do it in the after show bit, shall we? Yeah, I think that might be a. a we can come back to it later because I know that we were, uh, uh, me and Ben have actually been using the the uh, the Rift Cat with uh, wireless, and that's been quite quite successful and quite freeing actually. But uh, yeah, um, we do have. Um, one person on Twitch, uh, Thomas eighteen zero five seven three. He is demanding a bathroom update. Right. Well, the bathroom, the first bit of primer for the sealant has gone down, so that's the basically the tanking solution, which will make the whole floor uh, waterproof. So the first coat. Simon is away up north this week, so we have nobody. But this is the first step. <laughs> so when he comes back. We start then putting down the tanking solution up the walls and over the ceiling. And then I think there's maybe three or four coats of that to go in a week. And then it's tiling time. And tiling time will be a tiler. And it should be that should be pretty close to the end um, of the whole process. I mean, for when you go back to it, used to be a small bathroom with a shower against the wall. And we knocked through a wall and reclaimed a kind of... in. Kind of, kind of like a wee wardrobe in shot in my son's bedroom and flattened that off to make it a square room and it's a much bigger bathroom than it used to be so it's the drainage is in there's a lovely little wall drain at the bottom of the floor of the wall which is amazing and the plumbing equipment that we waited so freaking long for um there was a couple of imperfections in some of the pieces we contacted them just to say you know it's, it's is this okay this particular one the rest of them are okay, that one's fine, that one's not fine, that one needs replaced. And they replaced all of the imperfected pieces, which is amazing. Uh, but for the cost of them, I'm flipping glad they did. But to be honest, you know, it was, it's a manual process, and so they're stunning. Um, I cannot wait to see them in situ. So yeah, bathroom's going okay at the moment. We're making it's a little bit of progress at the moment, because it does come down to trying to balance it around Susie being in the chair in the living room if she has a bad day and wants to go back to her bed then we can't start these things because you need a set amount of time and you can't stop until you've completed it so it's the fine line when it comes to tiling I might even have to book her into a hotel that's across the road just to get her into a place where she's comfortable all day and the guys can put the tiles down 24 hours or whatever you know long they want without being interrupted or getting in the way so we're close, I reckon, um, potentially by e ECM in April, we might be done, depending if we can get a Tyler that quickly. <laughs> My God, I don't know what half of the Twitch chat would do without the bathroom updates. So it seems to be one of the most popular demands that we have in the chat. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to have to remodel our bathroom next just to keep them coming. You know what? I could, I could Twitch <laughs> the Isn't first flush. Isn't this just the first bathroom of feel something Grant? <laughs> yes, we could do the grand opening of the bathroom and do a live Twitch stream of the first flush. <laughs> we should do. We should do that. We really should. A live what? Twitch stream of the first use. No, thank you. <laughs> so, so would you call the episode through the plug hole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad. 
Well, personally, um, I'm afraid to say I haven't been about all that much. I have been in Paris for the last four days. So um, not much game time for me. Um, and also it, it's a bit of a, a bittersweet moment to, uh, at, the, at the moment because um, it's a birthday. It's my birthday. And I'm now an official old git. I'm now closer to 50 than I have ever been before. And I am quite scared. <laughs> Happy birthday, you old git. Yay. Happy birthday, Colin. Yeah, happy birthday. It's not long before you get a free prostate examination. <laughs> <laughs> There's something to look forward to. <sighs> We're not live streaming that one. Tell you what, when I, when I hit 50, I'll look forward to getting a fingering. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most excitement you'll have had in years. Yeah, in 10 years, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 me. Uh, unfortunately, the, uh, the website, uh, the er, the ed um, website I've been working on is almost ready. I just need a couple of more days. But I wasn't allowed to take the laptop with me to Paris, so I wasn't able to finish it. So hopefully next week we'll have the the wing wing up uh, RPG group trading and bounty hunting website ready for everybody. Uh, yes, soon, TM. So, now that we've gone round everybody who wants to go round, <laughs> uh, we'll start with the development news. Now, obviously we're up to update 3.0.2. I missed 3.0.1, so what has been the updates for this? I don't remember. I don't think I saw a 3.0.1 either, so don't worry about that. Maybe the 3.01 was a console update, and we missed it somehow. Or it could have just been an internal only thing as well. Okay, Maybe. so what have we got in 3.0.2 then? TLDR is a whole load of box fixes. And plugging of stuff that wasn't working as intended. I thought, has there been any word on the Skimmer recent drama? That was turned off over the weekend on uh, the Skimmergate. Um, yeah, Skimmergate. <laughs> I think the the hot fix is still in, uh, and they're looking for a, a proper solution a bit later okay. on. Could you, right, could so you explain for the, the, the inept of mind uh, of us out here what the heck Skimmergate was? Okay, well, th there was a few locations in the game where you could stack uh, kill Skimmer missions. And uh, you didn't need to mode swap because they spawned very quickly, the missions. So you just filled your boots for the skimmer missions. Went off to a nearby system that was an anarchy system, I believe, so you didn't actually incur any bounty. And basically nuked this site from orbit, killing all the skimmers. And Frontier recently changed the respawn rate for skimmers so that you didn't need to mode swap or anything else like that. You just need to wait. A few seconds until more skimmers came. So basically, you hovered above this website, this um, settlement, firing gunfire missiles at it until you completed all the skimmer missions. You then either blew your ship up and uh, appeared back to base, or you flew back in base and cashed in. And people were doing um, anything from 100, 300 million credits an hour on doing on doing this. Wow. So, although the credits were, you know, were extreme, there wasn't anything particularly exploity about if you 
you know, if you did it that way in terms of mode swapping or anything else like that. It was just the sheer amount of credits mm. you could get that um, people didn't like or like, depending on your viewpoint. Yeah, I mean, um, I did catch an Obsidian Ant uh, video about this kind of thing uh, earlier in the day. And he was saying that yeah, there's an awful lot of these exploits which come, well, it's technically, I know it's not an exploit. I think the best way to describe this, it was not working as intended. They wouldn't have put that in on purpose, would they? It was a quirk of the background simulation that kind of made the perfect environment for this to happen. An edge case. Yes, it was an edge case, yes. Yes, there you go. I've been I've been reading up on my testing. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Frontier quickly stops Gimmer Mission spawning across the galaxy and uh, a promise they fix later on because obviously they didn't particularly want 100 to 300 million credits an hour being generated. Mm. It was also exceptionally quick for gaining Federation rank uh, in that you could get between 15 and 25% of the Federation rank just by doing missions, one lot of missions. So people were ranking up very quickly. Right. So uh, effectively, I mean, one of the points that Zidid um, Ant uh, touched on was that people feel that the, I don't know, the progression when when you've got to the high end ships, is the progression is too slow, so that that's why people are running to these gold mines, if you like. Well, I think it depends. I guess we'll touch on this as well in a bit when we talk about the engineering and the Guardian modules. Hmm. Um, but I think it the issue is, and I do agree with Obsidian that the issue is is how people view progression in the game, mm-hmm. because. Um, I mean, Frontier themselves talk about tiers of ships and things like that, which kind of lends people to think getting a bigger ship, equipping it out, getting more credits, is the entire point of the game. Yeah. And human nature, of course, says, well, if that's the point, I want to get there as quickly and easily as possible. In which case, you'll forever be playing whack-a-mole with the firebase, trying to fix stuff. Mm -hmm. If, however, your view of the game is, well the credits and the ships and modules and stuff aren't the point. They're just tools that help me do stuff. Yeah. And it really doesn't matter what credits and modules you have. And you get there when you get there. It's more about the journey than the destination. So I think the, the issue or the root cause of this, I think, is players having different ideas as to what progression is in Elite. Mm, I see. Okay, so we'll, we'll come back to that. Uh, at a later point, then. Um, so, can someone tell me about the development news regarding the Guardian module price fix error? Yes, what that was, uh, what that was, was that if you were really quick and mm-hmm. um, hammered the Guardian sites as quickly as much as possible, you could you could get the modules pretty quickly. And when they first came out, the, um, for example, the eight A Guardian power plant. Yes, uh, that was priced at around about six million credits. The equivalent eight A human power plant was mm-hmm. around about one hundred and forty million credits. Oh, that that is a bit of a miss, then, isn't it? That sounds as if it shouldn't have gone in at so, that level. So they they then normalised the prices of them. Um, now I must admit, when I saw the prices, I thought, oh, that's cheap. 
but then it took me a considerable amount of time to get all the materials and stuff to get it. It probably took more time for me to get the materials than it would have done to, you know, make half the money up. So I thought, well, it was eight million plus the time spent getting the materials and doing all the puzzles and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Time-wise, it probably wasn't an awful lot in it. So I thought, well, maybe that's part of the stick. You know, it's a cheap module to make up for the time you spent yeah. doing. Um, but, it, but it turns out it wasn't intended that way at all. Turns, turns out. <laughs> but what actually did happen was Frontier put the price up substantially of the Guardian module, mm-hmm. but they also reduced the price of the human module. Oh, I see. So they're within about 20 million of each other now. Right. Okay. So, is the Guardian version still cheaper than the human version? Or is I it the think, other way around? I think so, yes. I think it's still slightly cheaper. Now, of course, the other thing they did, uh, if we're going to come on to this, is mm-hmm. they, um, you could also, when it first came out, engineer the Guardian power plant. Oh. So, you could make this ridiculously powerful OP, definitely OP power plant. You know, people were showing screenshots of nearly 70 megawatts of power with armor plating, almost semi-indestructible power plants. Wow. Uh, when, when they're engineered. And um, Frontier then said, actually, no, it was a, it was a bug. You, you're not meant to engineer at the moment um, Guardian stuff. Right. So, therefore, we're removing everyone's engineered uh, modules and replacing them with human ones oh and because you've spent time and effort getting the materials to do that we'll give you some high level mats as compensation mm-hmm. and that of course created uproar um, not just from the people who had engineered it but from people who had thought the guardian modules yes. were going to raise the power cap of so guardian modules would be superior to yes. human ones in every single way mm-hmm. and but clearly that's not the case uh, and I don't think Frontier have ever said that that's the case. What they are, is this is my, my view, is the Guardian module is like buying a CPU or a graphics card that's been factory overclocked. Right. So you buy a pre-overclocked card from the factory, um, and it, it's better than standard, but it's not quite as good as it is if you spend the time and overclock it yourself. Right. I and it's human modules that are... Um, if you like the equivalent of buying a, a basic CPU and overclocking it yourself. Right. Guardian stuff is pre-overclocked. Now, some of the things they're better at than human modules, but in other things, the human modules are better. But in terms of absolute power cap, um, human-engineered modules are still superior, apart from Guardian hybrid weapons, which completely wreck Thargoids. Or do they now? Yes, because we've had uh, we had had a video in the week. I think it was Gluttony Fang um, mm-hmm. soloing a basilisk uh, with these things, and, th- and these are only class two. So these are these. Oh my goodness! What are they like uh, against humans? And not too bad. They're not they're not as good as top end human engineered weapons. Um, but against Thargoids, I mean, if you can, if you hit a heart just once with a full rate of full blast of the. Um, the Guardian Rails and the Gauss Cannon, you'll knock 50% off a heart in one hit. Wow, that, that sounds as if it could turn the tide. That's right. Well, so people have been going up against them in Chieftains, obviously, and the Chieftain has been very effective with the Guardian weapons on. Mm-hmm. 
which we suspect was kind of the plan. Yes, I mean, I've, I've, I've unlocked all the Guardian weapons, apart from the turret ones, which I didn't see the point. Um, and so I've been playing with those as well, and they're great fun. They, they are good fun. Uh, I just, but if you expect them to be super weapons against human ships, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you, you, you need to reset your expectations because they are, as I said, like buying factory overclock stuff. Right. Okay. So an, another thing that has been highlighted uh, this week is that we have managed to explore not point not two eight percent of the galaxy. Even though when you look uh, uh, on the galaxy router, that there are lines everywhere, it seems we've hardly scraped the surface. Is anybody else? I saw that. I was actually surprised at how quickly that number's gone up since last time it was published. What was the last? What was the last time? Was it fourteen percent? Have we doubled it? No, no. It was less than point one percent. I think it was less than. Po- oh, yes. Yeah, it, it has been. Yeah, it has been almost a year since that that number was published, wasn't it? Well, if you think about those four hundred billion stars in the galaxy, if you think actually mm-hmm. how many stars that percentage increase represent, that's a huge amount. Yeah, I mean, I do vaguely remember David Braben saying that they're now discovering uh, at least one system every second at the moment, but even then, that would take hundreds of years to fully explore the galaxy. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, but I think as we get better jump drives and the exploration gets more love from Frontier, I expect the rate at which we'll explore stuff will accelerate. Mm. So, um, is there anything else that we have that has been that people want to talk about the uh, on the development news? I was going to mention about the notoriety for notoriety exemption for murder by ramming people is applying everywhere now, not just near the stations. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, that, on the face of it, seems like, uh, hey, this is nice and good for mur- murder. Well, people trying to exploit things and so on, basically. Right. Uh, but the short version is, as far as I understand it, there are equally unscrupulous people who have a tendency to fly around in, say, eagles and things like that, mm-hmm. going off and killing, you know ramming themselves into somebody's Corvette, say, or Anaconda or whatever. Yep. And they'll they'll die if they get the and but they the cutter is getting the 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 bigger ship is getting the notoriety. Yeah. So, so they're they're getting stung on notoriety even though it isn't really their fault. Ah, uh, I hence, see. Hence this coming in. Uh, so I mean the upshot of all this is that we really need dash camps. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I, ideally, we need. I, ideally, we need the karma system because, yes. obviously, um, the system as implemented is still um, happy days for people who want to ram and freeze people. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really stop them per se. It just stop. It's basically, basically the worst of uh, the best of two yeah. evils. That's what it is. So, but so the karma system will solve a lot of this. We hope, but for the meantime, 
um, as Sandro said in his in his post, don't speed in the space stations. If you don't want to get uh, rammed and blown up by the space station, don't speed in the space stations. And uh, if you're out in space, maintain situational awareness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm afraid that's, that's all that people can really say about that one. Sandro's but, get good guide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I mean, there's not much you can really do if you're an anaconda and someone boosts their their eagle into you, which is a bit of a shame. Well, if you're not speeding, if you if you're not speeding in an anaconda, then you don't mm-hmm. get. But obviously, if you're in space, then yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, ah, uh, it always seems that every single time we we've, we've got something that will sort out dickish behaviour, we seem to invent a new kind of dick. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, so. Careful, oh, Colin, goodness. in case Grant goes yeah. and sends you a copy of Genital Jousting live on Jarvis's stream. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He didn't. He did. Let's just. Oh, Grant. <laughs> let, let's just leave that right there, put it in a box, and send it to where it really needs to go. Because at the moment, I don't want to know. <laughs> so, in the newsletter. We'll move on to the newsletter yes. next. Um, was there anything in the newsletter that, that caught everybody, anybody's eye? Well, there was a whole host of new paint jobs, shiny things, wasn't there? Yeah, um, I mean, we mostly went over them last week uh, because they came out on the very same day we launched. Uh, did you anybody get the warm, the warm white string lights? No. no. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I've got my Christmas lights, but I didn't them, get these. But this kind of situation of being out of money. Yes. Yes, I know the feeling. How can you pay £4 out for some new lights when you've only got £3 in your spendings account? You can't. It's a, one of those binary yeah. things. Yeah. So, yeah, one thing I would take a point is is it always seems to be the Federal Corvette and the Imperial Cutter that gets gets the gets the love at the moment. I mean, I'm, my Imperial Clipper, it needs a little bit of love. I would like to have a ship kit for my Clipper. I would like to have different colors. Ah, no, no, you don't. All you need kit. is a Black Friday paint job, paint job for the Clipper, and it's all good. Why would you want to put a ship kit on a Clipper and a, and a Cutter? It's... it's it's like putting fluffy dice on your iPhone. I like putting fluffy dice on my iPhone. I've, I just want the front wings, that's all. Anyway, so apart from the, the store spotlight, I mean, we will be coming across most of the other uh, the news items further down the list, I think. So do we have a grant available at the moment? Yeah. Would you mind if you could run a couple of adverts and we'll come back with our main discussion point? Yeah, sure. I, I want to I want to let you all, before we do that, have a, a listen at one of the most amazing features of the TP cast. And this is how you know when it's working, okay? Okay. It's a bit worrying, but go on. No, no, just because if there's anyone listening that's uh, you know, thinking about getting one, um, Craig actually poured a whole pile of liquid over everything. That would be really bad. Okay, so here is a wonderful feature. Can you hear that okay? I'd be... I'd be... 
You can't hear that horrible, horrible. Yeah, yeah that's the uh, oh, HDMI transmitter. Bagpipes. Not bagpipes then. Hey, does it sound like a ZX Spectrum loading a game? It's no, but it's constant. Uh, whenever the devices hook up, that is the RF noise that you get from the recast unit. Uh, having looked at the websites and things, it is as common across the majority of them. On some people, it's too loud that they can even hear it through their headphones. On others, it's not so bad. Today, it's not so bad. Today, it is not so bad. It's actually been quite well behaved. It's not as loud as it usually as it was in the first day, and I thought, oh, that's not very good. But we'll maybe do a, a sort of full rundown of what you get with this thing and how it works and how it doesn't work um, <laughs> later on. Uh, right, you want some adverts? Yes, please, with a sting in the end. Ooh, okay, here we go. Hey, buddy, why the long face? Exploring is boring! What? What makes you say so? Because I have to scoop for fuel at every single store! And then the voices I hear in the store tell me to... Whoa! Sounds like you've got a case of space madness! What you really need is... Really Big Gas Tank! What? With Really Big Gas Tank, you'll be sailing the Milky Way in style and comfort! No more hanging out at every stupid store just to refill fuel, it's as easy as honk and go. Gotta get to Beagle Point for a romantic interlude? Just honk and go. Want to be the buckiest ball in the galaxy? Just honk and go. And if you fill your really big gas tank with patented Jumbonium 5000, you can honk and go, go, go. Gee, thanks, master. No, thank you. Really big gas tank. Because why wait when you can hung and go? Jephonium 5000 has been known to cause extra arm growth, outdoor mayonnaise, pipism, and spontaneous stargo face. Use only as drug. This is a public service announcement from the Fuel Rats. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Fly 50 light seconds or so from the system's main star and drop out of supercruise. 2. Note down the current system and the nearest stellar body. 3. If you're on emergency life support, log out immediately. 4. Go to FuelRats.org and click Get Help. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Fuel Rats. We have fuel, you don't. Any questions? It's only Twitch that makes our own alien. It's only on Twitch. Live radio, transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. <laughs> and welcome back, everybody. Uh, yes, again, we've got to we've got to thank uh, Ignatius G. Riley for his fantastic adverts. Though they are really, really nice. Uh, I, I just realised that one of the side effects of really big gas gas tank is an extra arm growth, which I, I've missed all this time. So, <laughs> did you not know about your third arm? Really good adverts. Yes, really good adverts. Yes, and uh, oh yeah, did anyone see? We, we've 
probably got this listed in the notes as well. Uh, did anyone see the stats that the, fu- the fuel rats have uh, released this week about their number of rescues? I've, I've not it, seen that. Raised an eyebrow. Uh, mm. Well, apparently they have now successfully carried out um, forty. Was it forty thousand rescues, and they have a success rate of approximately ninety-five point five percent, or something like that. So you've got a good. If you, no matter where you are, if you have run out of fuel, the fuel rats will help, and and you've got to salute them for being. For just being mad, nice people. <laughs> being an ex-fuel rat, I can say the other five percent forgot to turn their shields off. <laughs> I ran into. What did they get? Got by fuel cats? No, no. If you um forget to turn your shields off, you run out of fuel even quicker. Uh huh. And we One already. Well, as you know, their procedure is to shut down all the modules, and quite a few people think, ah, shields will be all right. Um, hang on a second. Fuel rats stats are liberal agenda fake news. I don't think we really want that kind of talk in this. This is supposed to be something that's... We don't deal with fake news in live radio. Take that quite offensive. Yeah, we, we call it speculation. Yes, we call that speculation. <laughs> we have news, we have facts, and we have speculation. Sod off with your fake news. We have news, you don't. Any questions? <laughs> we have, or as Peter Witherspoon would say, we have the news, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> moving so, on. Yes, moving on to the main topic of uh, for tonight. What have your opinions been on 3.0 so far? I can see quite a few little subjects coming up, so we'll we'll start with the first one. Um, engineers, uh, who would like to kick us off with that? Engineers can suck bar balls, as Grant would say. And yeah, so can Parplay. Engineers can suck Ben's balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, yeah, so I mean, I, I've I've been doing some engineering on this on my chieftain, and yes, I do prefer the system over what it was in two. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the constant progression. Um, I like that I can engineer myself up to a god roll without going like a thousand times or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it still sucks ass. Um, and doing some of those things, for example, to go and get my, um, oh, what was it, cracked industrial firmware or something like that, Yes, was just, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's been my experience with engineers. Um, and I don't have the modified industrial firmware, I think it is, in enough quantities at rank five to go and do to engineer it down either. Um, I looked into uh, transmuting something else, and it was like you know doing one of the vertical tr- uh, things, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I am not transferring like nine hundred of them to give me one of the one of these things. Oh, just, right, I see. It's not going to happen. Yeah, Even if I had 900 of them, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so um, you think, they think the material trade is, the ratio is a bit out, that you need a little oh, bit more? So, 
the vertical thing definitely. I think the trade down from the rank five stuff down to the rank one or rank two, three, whatever, that's okay. Mm. But one rank one mat to another kind of rank one mat, you know, even that's just ridiculous. You know, it's just, it's not worth it, which is why I found myself shooting skimmers the other day um, after they took offense at me having a look at their base. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So yeah, that that's not exactly what I would describe as a positive experience. Um, I also did the oh the power play thing, and did all the stuff when I, I just got sick of doing engineering things basically. So yes. I was like, okay, I'll do I'll go and do the stuff required for my merits for power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously, this is all this is that's old news. It's not changed. Um, and I started out thinking, well, you know, okay, I've got my, I've got a fairly good um, chieftain. I'll go and try to shoot the, you know, shoot people down, and you know, I'll, I'll make my my money. I'll make my um, credits that way. Um, I can't remember the, the merits. That's the word, isn't it? They use in in power play. Yeah, you know, I'll go and do that. And I went off and. Could I find the right people to go and shoot? Could I echoes like? <laughs> um, and then I was like, also gaining bounties. I was just like, oh, this is just okay. Can't be bothered with this. So I then went off and took Commander Ra's advice and did the oh, did the missions where you basically you go off and hand in hand out leaflets to folks. But then you know they go and say, here we've got loads. Go and hand out millions of leaflets, but we'll only give you ten at a time. Unless you want to go and pay us a hundred thousand credits, so I wind up having to, you know, wind up basically spending seven point five million credits to go and buy enough leaflets to to get myself ranked up. And then I went off and did all that, and found out I can't even bloody get it until Thursday. Owned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was not best amused. So right. So effectively, you're not happy with the engineers at all. <laughs> no, it's better than it was, but I'm still not a fan of engineering. You know, end of the day. Yeah, I wasn't it... a fan of it, and then I'm still not a massive fan of it. But it is better oh. than it were. Okay. So, anybody else? I think if I hadn't have spent three weeks going around, getting all the modules and engineering them to level five for the system came in, I think I'd be in a similar feeling to Ben. But my experience has been the opposite. Because it's been, oh yeah, here's a level five friendship drive I've got. Oh, six rolls and it's maxed. Okay, here's a level five friendship drive I've got. Six rolls and it's maxed. So, I think it's one of those cases that if you've actually spent the time and prepared for it, your experience is very different to what it would be if you're trying to do it from scratch. I mean, today, for example, though, uh, I did um, max out one of my exploration anacondas uh, with lightweighting everything. Um, and some of that it was modules I hadn't actually brought in advance. And it was a bit of a pain, but because I spent the time building up a stock of materials, it wasn't that bad. I think if you are a, if you're a player who hasn't got the... Um, Excuse me. The, the the bank of materials, I think, is going to be a bit of a pain. Right. 
Has anybody else got any opinions on the engineers? Apart from the people who have actually genuinely been doing it. <laughs> what are they? Engineers? Uh, uh, what? Uh, so, moving on from, from engineers, planetary surfaces. Now, this has been actually quite pleasant for me, especially with my uh, silver, my shiny side E that's heading out to Colonia. Um, I didn't think I'd missed the beige plague, but it just makes everything so much nicer. These these new different coloured planets. I didn't realise. I didn't realise how much the beige plague was really getting to me until I saw how good these new planets are. I mean, we had. Has anyone else found that? We had the Hutton orbital. Um, radio last week and um, Pillbox was flying on the Xbox and piloting my ship for me so that I can concentrate on, on doing all the other buttons and I have to say I looked at the screen and it looked like it was a green and hairy planet it looks spectacular <laughs> it's just really the, it's not even so much the fact that they're not beige it's the diversity of colour and features on the planet's surface that make them look real they look freaking real now they don't look like a big game ball of grey um, or ball of beige. They look like something that you want to go down. I'm going to drive my SRV on that. Mm. Yeah, I must admit, I have I, I have to find myself diverting on the way to Colonia to actually investigate different planets now. Before, I just went, that's ah, just all beige. Not interested. Scan the main star, jump to the next one. But you suddenly see this this fantastic rusty gold planet off in the distance and go, well, I know it doesn't support atmosphere, but that looks beautiful. So I'm going to have a look at that. And it it just seems to add something, an, an element of curiosity into the game that wasn't there before. And I, I haven't noticed that as much, but I haven't gone out, I haven't gone back out exploring yet, but my time back in the bubble is... Yeah, the beige plague is gone, but it's been replaced by the grey grey the grey plague. The, oh, what do you mean by the grey plague? I mean everything looks grey now. Really? Well, I, I reckon they do. Although, like I said, I haven't been out exploring properly yet, so I haven't been I'm, out. I'm going to beg to differ there. Day. I was on a beautiful blue and purple planet. I think it was the other day. Uh, nah, it was you, a, like, it you was it was a nice world, but it was basically blue and purple. It looked amazing. What's been surprising is when you've gone back to planets that you visited, for example, Dekia. Dekia has, has changed almost beyond recognition. Right. Because um, it was, as you, as you say, this beige sort of nothing-looking world, and now it's... It's completely multicolored, you know, in with greys and oranges, and yeah, it's really good. So uh, definitely, everybody's giving us the thumbs up for the uh, for the planetary changes. Then, for sure, I think also there's been other effects changes. Like I was out at Maya uh, around there the other day, and there's a black hole. And yes, I think the the black hole lensing effect has changed as well. A bit. Oh, I might I might pop over there and have a look at it then. Because um, yes, it's May is quite. Uh, it's, it's the closest place I've, I've really got to. A, well, seen to a black hole, isn't it? So, you're on your way out to Colonia. Go do Sagittarius A. 
I'm not going to do Sagittarius A. Oh, come on. It's not that far out of the way. I did well, it in I've a 13-light-year to... orca. What's your excuse? Uh, 15 light years sidewinder with no shields, that's why. So <laughs> You've got two more light years on me. Behave. Go look at Sagittarius but A. People Man have gone to Beagle Point in a, an engineered sidewinder. So, yeah, get out there. <laughs> well, listen, I've got gonna so many hours those. of the day So shush, I'm going to go to first <laughs> So many hours in None the day of your It business. took me three months to get my orca out there and back Yes and and I'm I'm That was average I'm six I'm hours a day <laughs> Well, if, if, if you leave now You'll be out in time for 3.2 <laughs> Actually, the 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 sidewinder started, and this is so embarrassing, it started, um, I think, 10 months ago. And I've only got to the second waypoint, the second station. That's how difficult... What, are you flying backwards or something? No, that's how... It's, see, that's the thing about the, the whole planetary services thing. It is so dispiriting when you come into a new system and you go, that's oh, all beige. God, this is boring. Next system, it's all beige. Oh no! Why do you see? I haven't actually been out in space, so I don't know to expect any different. It, I don't know. It just adds a little bit more color variety to so that you, when you look at the system map, you sort of think, "Oh, that's interesting." Instead of beige. What I do hope they look at, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they will, but is the. Do you remember how when planets first came out, and how spectacular the landscapes were? Mm-hmm. Yes, and it looked, as, and then they changed it slowly, so it gradually became more boring. I'm mm-hmm. kind of hoping they um, they make dramatic landscapes again. Yeah, I mean that's one of the things that they they highlighted at the expo, wasn't it? They wanted that kind of unique look that they displayed because that was their they, they displayed this image of a. Of an SRV on an ice world, and that, and they said, "This is what we're aiming for. This is our target point," and it did look spectacular. I remember that. I, what I particularly remember that particular image was the um, the landscape was curved, as if mm. a wind had gone through. Or I know there was it wasn't had no atmosphere, but it looked warm. Yeah, that, 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 that would have been the be... artist impression, though, wouldn't it? An artist impression isn't going to be using the game engine. Well, I don't think they would put anything in that wouldn't be a million miles from what they're aiming for, because they did say this is what we're aiming for. But I guess we'll see you in nine months' time. Yes. Well, that's the thing. We're it's it's a long way off yet, so hopefully they've got plenty of time to to make it eye-bogglingly good. So, crime and punishment, then. Now, this one's been gone over, over, and over, and over, and over again. So, <laughs> what's your impressions, then, for the last week? I'll reserve um, judgment until they fixed notoriety, I think. <laughs> the only judgment I can give is the login I did. I logged in a few days ago just to see what's going on. And I looked away from Elite for a few moments. I logged into a resource extraction uh, yeah, resource extraction site. I was bounty hunting. I was clean. Looked away from the PC for a couple of minutes, sorting a couple of things out. 
and I look back and I'm being shot by absolutely everything. And I lose my Imperial Clipper and I'm looking at my credits balance and I'm thinking, I can't afford to do that too many times. And I've, I've logged out and we're now sitting here and I'm on a planet surface. So, so basically, it's it, you think it's still... I've got shot a bit by everything. So in my opinion, there is no crime and punishment system at the minute. Right, so yeah, you, you, you when, when you got the impression. system authority vessel beating on your back door because you're not wanted. Oh, hang on, you were marked as not wanted, yet they were still attacking you. That that's the thing. I was not wanted. I don't log out of a resource extraction site. Well, wanted that that's just like a stupid move. Mm -hmm. Especially when you know that next time you log in, the system defense force is going to come at you ten times harder than it used to. So I logged out, and I was. Fully clean, no no fines or infractions anywhere. And I logged in, and my clipper got blown up in about what two minutes. That sounds like that does sound like a bug. I mean, did it you does. report it? No, I'm fed up of sending reports. Right, fair enough. <sighs> so everybody's really just waiting back to find to see how the the criminal punishment really plays out. I think, yeah, I think it's a bit of a long burn because you've got the um, the murder hobo saying it's not going to make any difference, and mm -hmm. how they've got ten versions of the same ship and they just sort of change between them and avoid paying off the uh, the fines that way. Yeah, um, but logic would say that you're going to have you're going to run out of engineered ships eventually, so yes. you're going to have you're going to have to pay the piper at some point. Yeah. Uh, although the one, it, one of the patches they put in, it did reduce the um, cost to clean a hot module uh, down to five percent of the module cost. Ooh, that that sounds wrong to me. I mean, is it? Did they give a reason behind that? I think it's just one of these rebalancing things. Oh, fair enough. Oh, did it depend on what the module was? No, I think it's just. Um, it's it's just a rebalancing across the board. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, uh, we're reducing the cost of cleaning hot modules from twenty five percent down to five percent, so that mm. the cost of cleaning these modules better matches the rebuy cost for the module. Apparently, my microphone is breaking up. Are you guys hearing me? All right. Um. Yeah. At the moment, we can. I'll keep an eye on it. I guess it's something Twitch is saying. Ben's sort of letting me know. So, right. So, well, crime and punishment. We're really waiting to see how it beds in. So, tech brokers. What has people's impression of the tech brokers been? Because my impression has been okay. You go and get all these mats, and you unlock these things. Are those? Do these new items actually available to buy yet, or are they just sort of right? You've cleared well, that gate, keeper. So when they come along, you can use them. I think they, well, it's a bit of both because um, earlier on the week, Ed either on purposefully or accidentally uh, revealed some of the modules to come. Right. Um, so I won't repeat them on air because obviously they're spoilers, but. Um, the modules they've said are here, you can all get now so long as you've got the materials. And once you've unlocked them, 
you unlock mm-hmm. them for all time, so you don't need to go and get a whole load of Guardian materials every time you want to get a Gauss cannon. Right. So if okay. you unlock the Gauss cannons, then that's it. Um, the human modules are quite, quite interesting ones because you can now get um, 16 ton cargo resistant, uh, cargo resistant, corrosive resistant cargo modules. Oh, so hello. Pre- so previously you could only get uh, two ton ones. You can now get 16 ton ones. And there's now something called meta alloy uh, hull reinforcements, which gives you a uh, three percent corrosive resistance in addition to your uh armor protection now you can't engineer these which does make them a little bit limited use um but the the corrosive resistance the um the matter alloy bit does make them marginally useful against uh, the thargoids well, I would I would say so because that basically means that your your chieftain can now carry a lot more um, thargoid Layers. materials than than before because you know you were restricted to about what four at the most, even though you had enough for at least a thirty two ton cargo rack. Which ah, I think that's a good thing. Yes, yeah, so they. As I say, they're, they're pretty useful. They're just not spectacularly useful. And I think what Frontier are going for, certainly at the moment, is they are looking at these as side up, side grades rather than mm-hmm. upgrades. So they oh, right, offer so, yeah. something different to what you can normally get, just not more, just not more powerful. Which I think is the right way to go. I think there'd be a lot more grumpiness on the forum if all of a sudden the power cap suddenly leapt up, uh, leaving um, people who've just now gone and oh, done a whole lot of engineering grind, having to go through and do it all again just to get the top level. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be painful. I have to admit, I see these almost like a new way of frontier giving us a new way to get stuff, a bit like how we've got the prismatic shields or the, oh, I can't remember the name of that, the missiles that go everywhere that look amazing. Yeah, Packhead missiles. You know, they're not better per se, but they're a bit specialised or a little bit different. That's right, and that's what the Guardian modules Uh, are as well. Yeah, and I see the way that of using the tech brokers as a bazillion times better way of implementing it than the power play stuff. Uh, they've also brought back now a use for um, engineering commodities. Yes. Because for tech brokers, they now require engineering commodities again. Um, so things like HN mounts and CMM composites and all this other stuff, they now require that again. So rather than being useless and unused, yeah, they're, they're now needed. If only we could go off and put them into a bank and store them. Or can we give them straight away to the oh, to the guy and say, here's 10, but I know you want another 50? No, you have to do it all at once, unfortunately. Ugh. Okay, that's well, a pain then. No, because that's one of the, the good things that they did with the old engineering system where, you you, you know, you you dropped five off, did another run, dropped another five off. and. I mean, the amounts you need aren't huge. 
you know, you could fit all the stuff you need inside a Cobra. Mm-hmm. So you don't need, you don't need like a 5,000 ton of matter alloy or anything silly like that for it. Um, but if you try and do them all at once, then you do need a slightly bigger ship. Like I did the uh, Enzyme missiles and the meta alloy armor at the same time because they all needed meta alloys as well. So I thought, well, I might as well go out and get all the meta alloys in one go. And I think that took about 150 tons of cargo space up, having all the mats I needed for it to do two at once. But you don't need to do two at once. True. Very true. Are they, so, is the Enzyme uh, missiles, are they as much fun as they look like they should be? Or have you not tried them against things properly yet? Um, they kind of have, it's almost like a slow DPS. So if you play your MMOs, it's like a poor like poison condition. Yeah, it's damage okay. over time. Okay, cool. That sounds cool then. Okay, so have any, has anybody actually done any wing missions so far? Uh, I haven't done them as a wing. I've done wing mission solo, if that counts. Yeah, and, and I think well, I'll have to. It's one aspect, I suppose. One of the problems with not being about lately is I haven't been able to wing up with anybody at the moment. So, um, how was your experience of these missions solo then, Shan? Um, they're almost like mini community goals. Mm-hmm. So there, so you can team up with your with your friends and. Or you can just carry a big ship and do lots of runs. So for the cargo ones, they're actually pretty good money. Uh, and the way they, the contribution system works means that um, if you've got a new player who can't carry very much, it's still worthwhile them doing it because they get a good reward out of it. So as a, as a group experience, I, they're actually really enjoyable. Um, for a solo particularly the assassination missions, you do need a pretty beefy ship to be able to do the assassination wing missions on your own. Right. Um, but, you know, they're, I think they're positive. I enjoy doing them. That's good to hear because that's one of the, the things that I have really looked forward to this uh, in this update the most, surprisingly, has been the, the wing missions. I just need to find some friends to wing up with. <laughs> For what it's worth, I believe we are planning, in theory, maybe kind of sorta, to be doing some wing missions as a as a group at some point. At some, if we ever actually find time to do it, could, could you have made that any more vague? <laughs> there is a vague intent that we're going to play with each other at some point in the future, maybe kind of sorta. That's good to know. First, yeah. I've heard of it, but still good to know. Right. Now this this is something that's that's has piqued my interest. We'll probably touch on a lot of this stuff in the community section, but the aliens update. Now, at the moment, I'm having a little bit of problem um, tracking down the new missions which are supposed to be uh, dealing with Thargoids. Has anybody else seen these yet? Uh, there was an issue, I think, in them spawning, um, which has now been fixed. I mean, do you need to do you need to be in a certain kind of um, system? Obviously, or Thargoid occupied or influenced or something. I haven't actually done them, so I wouldn't know. I'm just going to quickly ah. relook up the patch notes, and uh, it was meant. It was a mention about them in the patch notes today. So, 
Yeah, because I've got a chieftain ready to run run out of uh, in Marope. So, but I can't seem to find any of these missions anywhere where they sort of said go shoot down five Targoid scouts or something daft like that. I mean, I don't even know if that's the kind of mission I'm expecting. Yeah, I think, as Shan says, I've not seen them, but then I remember them saying that they were bugged as well. Um, I just I don't have the those things to hand, but if Shan's right. looking up, I won't. Shan's uh, looking up, so yeah, I don't have to. It's in the, it's in the patch notes. Um, right. So they fixed a whole lot of issues where then missions weren't updating, where you need a minimum rep to get a Thargoid. Um, mission, so maybe that's why you're not seeing them, you not, haven't got the relevant rep. Um, some of the Thargoid Massacre and Wing missions were appearing in the wrong locations um, for the patch, so probably worthwhile going, revisiting them, and seeing what happens. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hang around the Pleiades and hopefully pick one of those up at some point and report back. Now, obviously, the Guardian stuff we'll touch on later because uh, I think we've got an awful lot of to, to cover with the Guardians. Um, so what did anybody think about the new um, economy routes and the trading tools? Well, the economy routes, they've speeded up the, the calculation of those quite substantially, mm-hmm. um, which is good for explorers who want to completely map a system, or a map a sector, shall we say, um, because... You no longer have to wait forever and ever and ever, or even limited by uh, numbers to map it. So they really boosted that up. Yeah, I mean, has anybody used the trade the new trade tools in in the systems at the moment? No, no one's no. One's no, I haven't. It. I haven't done any. I haven't done any trading to um, to do that. I, I've been on Teamspeak with, with you know with friends and stuff and. Uh, they say they they give them mixed reviews usefulness. Um, some of them say edgwalk.com. Yes. <laughs> You're avoiding the Twiki. <laughs> I am uh, Twiki.com. Um, <laughs> I'm. Uh, they still prefer that web that particular tool, um, but others are saying, "Oh, I, I like the fact there's now an in-game tool that allows me to." find trading routes easily within the cons, you know, the confines of the game without needing to go to an external tool. Yeah. Um, I must admit, it, it does help with the emotion. I always found those trading tools to be adequate. I didn't need to go a, a elsewhere, if you see what I mean, but uh, these do seem to be an improvement. I, I guess that I had the experience with the previous uh, games where you could, you kind of knew how the how the economy would work, but admittedly, if you're a newbie coming in who has who has sod all knowledge about how the background simulation works, then obviously, I'm going to give it a try. EDDDB will will be your uh, your first point of call. So, so overall, the impressions of of 3.0 so far. We'll just quickly go around. Ben, what's your what's yours been? Do we have a Ben? Am I by myself? Sorry, it does help if I go and actually turn my microphone on. Uh, it's, ah. defi- it's definitely an improvement. Lots better, but it's oops, a daisy. Oh, sugar. <laughs> okay, this thing doesn't break as quickly as 
Commander Ra's ship. There's a ground there, Ben. <laughs> yes. What's and this the thing coming towards me? Rolling around on the ground and going boom. What's this big thing coming towards me? It's, Commander it's, it's Ra's huge. Here. It's round. Sounds like a, a, a really big word. What does it sound like? Ah, oh, ground. I wonder if it will be friends with me. <laughs> Hey, I went off and gave her a great big hug. <laughs> the idea is to throw yeah, yourself the and it slapped you hard enough to teleport you back to before your ship was made. And now, of course, I'm back in the bubble again as well, aren't I? You <laughs> <Hugh> flunker. <laughs> anyway, yes, I've... I've um, so, um, I was saying three's a nice evolutionary upgrade over two. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Ashley... What's your impressions of three so far, then? Oh, is it is just me, so or is, is it <laughs> are people just ignoring me now? No, I'm not. No, I keep my microphone while other people are talking, and then people I start messaging people in game, and then people start talking to me. <sighs> you should you time know, you're talking to me to when I'm not sending messages. Uh, okay. People are saying they're still not hearing you. Can Right. Not oh, can you hear toxic now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? What about now? I don't know. OBS might be broken with my voice meter or something. So, well, okay. In that case, Commander Shan, let's have your your impressions. I'm actually enjoying the update more than I thought I would. Um, I I really enjoy the Guardian uh, puzzles. And, yeah. the, and the Guardian sites, they're, they're an awful lot of fun. Um, and it's great for mucking around in as well. Like, if you, when the ball pops up as part of the puzzle, if you, if you jump your SRV on the ball, mm-hmm. you then ping off it like some kind of giant super ball. Yeah. And it, hur- it, it hurtled you hundreds of meters in the air off the, off the ball. So it's great for mucking around in. Uh, the, the new Ramtar mission is really well worth doing. It's full of really interesting tidbits. I'm not sure whether we'll cover them later, and I'm reluctant to talk too much about spoilers. But it really is a, a huge, you know, one of these, oh, wow, that's really interesting things. Uh, so the, Ram, the new Ramtar missions are really good. Um, yeah, I'm just really enjoying it. Oh, that, well, I mean, that, that's good to hear, especially after a lot of the the run-up in the beta was quite, Concerning. Do we have Do we have a grant back yet? I, I guess not. Well, we'll 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 catch up with Grant at a later point. So, well, then we can we can actually go over the Guardian stuff now, if you if you don't mind, Shan. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, because um, and that has been the one high point that nobody was really expecting. Uh, so far, well, we I mean, sort of the- knew something was coming this year um, because at the at the expo, uh, mm-hmm. Sandra, I think it was, made the comment: "Is we haven't forgotten about the Guardians." Was I think one of their comments, and they did show a picture of a Guardian-ish looking weapon, if you remember. Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing that. So we knew something was coming, but we just didn't know when or what. Yeah. I, I must admit, everybody knew, everyone looked at that and thought, oh, that's got... And, and really, we saw the blue tinge to it, and immediately, I think, both me and Ben just looked at that and went, remember that time we dropped the 
the Guardian artifact into into the Thargoid base. Oh, when you start the Thargoid war, yes. Sorry, just talking about that, Shan. Have you? I know you've been down at the Thargoid, uh, the Guardian bases. Do we? Does anything happen if we give the Gar- the Guardians Thargoid stuff? Um, that would be spoiling it. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. Um, it's not as spectacular as the um, blowing everything up in the thyroid one, but if you have the Ramtar mission, part of that um, is okay. you give certain obelisks thyroid stuff. Things happen. Can I? Can we? Do you mind if we segue into that thing actually, Colin, from Canon? Because that kind of directly refers to what Shan's been talking about. I think. Okay, off you go. So. I think relating, you know, as you said, you've got the the Ramtar mission, which he's gone off and given us brand new shiny things on again. Uh, And Canon have been their usual diligent selves. And it looks, well, not it looks, it seems like basically that goes off and generates a whole load of logs, and I'm not going to play them. Uh, But there's basically 28 audio logs that we can go off and get, and... Some of the information in there is very interesting, shall we say, yeah? It, it is, yes. I mean, as, as I say, I'm reluctant um, to talk about it. Yeah. I don't want spoilers. But. Considering that I haven't done any of these missions yet, that the Guardian stuff is 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 on my to-do list, I would appreciate not being spoiled just yet. Yeah, yeah it's that's... well worth doing it. And to be honest, it's it's easier to do than the first round of our mission. Okay. And this one, I mean, it gives us nice audio logs, which are always lovely anyway, whereas yeah. the first one didn't give us audio bits, did it? Well, just the first round car mission, you kind of needed a, a pen and a notebook and a spreadsheet to kind of yeah. keep track of it all. This one, you don't so much. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so it's, it's much more casual-friendly, um, per se. It doesn't pay as much. It only pays 30 million as opposed to 100 million. But it's still not going to sniff at 30 million. But the the information it it brings it really makes you think. Ooh, that's interesting. So it's from a story point of view, it really is well worth spending the time doing it. What do you think about it as a way of presenting the story? Because I know in the past we've been mentioning about story being presented using missions and things like that, which this isn't really doing. Although you you are on a, a mission for Ramtar, but you're getting little clips of history. I was thinking about that the other day, actually, because um, what I was hoping, you know, when they talked about your narrative, what you do as a yeah. player, and like, you know, unfolds a story, I was kind of hoping that in order to get the Guardian goodies, you would have to do certain parts of the Ramtar mission. Right. But apparently you don't. You don't need to do that now. You can just go and get the Guardian bits and do the mission bit later. So as a story delivery system, it works really well. Going away, you solve the puzzle, find out the information, and then enjoy speculating. I think if they had linked it with, yeah. you know, you, you, you unlock this, you decode this part of the puzzle, and that allows you, you can go and get that then allow you to go and get this way so you know let's say he goes off and talks it, about you go off and you you do you do a something which goes off and finds you a log file that would describe some did you mention there's some armor or something like that 
Yeah, I guess so you'd, you'd almost find the armor blueprint or something like that, take it back to Ram, and then he'd say, "Hey, I can make this now." Yeah, I guess it's almost like doing a a, a, a mission in MMO, you know, yeah. where Ramtar is the quest giver, and you then get your rewards depending on what you're doing the, on the quest. Now that may well be coming, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if it did. But having the two disconnected just feels a little bit odd at the moment. Okay, so Ram will, Ram will go off and engineer things that you don't even apparently know about yet. Oh, no, you can't. You can't. You know, yeah, he'll just say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know how to make that. You haven't got the relevant data or blueprints. Yeah, but so, so long as you've got the data and the blueprints, even if you haven't done the logs, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. So you can go and get the bits and bats for him, but you haven't done the logs, so you haven't actually found out about it, so he doesn't know how to make it or something. <laughs> Something yeah. like that, yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah, I see what you're getting at, I think. So, so I'm, as I say, I've been out of all the 28 um, things, and I've listened to them as well so again, and it really is worth the time. There's lots of interesting stuff on there that I think have uh, debunked a lot of theories from people. Right. I mean, I'm looking through the um, the show notes here. Now, uh, could someone mark off for me which they think is spoilerish? Because there's a couple of things in there I'm there thinking, ooh, perhaps shouldn't really touch on that if it's, if it's going to spoil it. I mean, if you do want to um, be completely spoiled by the whole thing, Obsidian Ant has done a How to Solve the New Guardian Ruins puzzle video, which... Um, it's probably going to be straight to the point and <coughs> uh, will we'll, uh, help you run through these things. So, well, thanks for that, guys. So I, I think that basically covers everything from the Guardians if we don't want spoilers. <laughs> if you don't want spoilers, yeah, we can't really say much if you don't want spoilers. Um, yeah, because that thing about peeking through the doors of the Guardian sites. We should you know, just have gone spoil. <laughs> No, I can say, I can say that because I'm not saying what you're seeing there. You know, the the, the guardians have have doors, and it's not all their doors are locked, so you can go and play through the keyhole with the guardians. Right. Okay, then. So, yeah. I, I think for the moment, in in order for the sake of, of spoilers, we will move on from the guardians <laughs> and just put it on on the back burner and say, okay, guys, it's good. It's worth having a look at, but we ain't going to tell you anything about it. But we will link it in the show notes if you want to spoil yourself. Exactly. What kind of podcaster we are. We have news, but we won't tell you. <laughs> We're a, a, a sort of res we try to be responsible. <laughs> we but don't read the news, so you have to find it out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's this responsible thing? <laughs> I bet you I'm going to laugh so hard if Wotherspoon's Garnet, or Garnet News Digest goes off and says, and now I'm breaking news, brand new Guardian SRVs released to people who go and do things or whatever. Oh, don't wind me up, I'm looking for new SRVs. <laughs> so am I. Now, on top of that, the Sagittarius Eye has also issued news bulletins on Guardians. Um, yes. is, is that all linked in with these, this spoiler content? To be honest, no, it's not. The Guardian, the Sagai bulletins aren't very spoilery. They're just 30 second to a minute long audio clips, well, video, audio video stuff that is, you know, it's basically like the headline uh, without going into too much detail. 
Right, gotcha. Um, I don't know if Grant's back if you want to play one or not, but you know, they're very they're incredibly well video produced, and I'll let somebody else say things about the audio on them. Because okay. yeah, because <laughs> you're the one doing the audio. Because I'm the one doing the well, I'm the one who's done some of the audio on some of them. <laughs> You've done all of it so far. Uh, there is uh, I first don't... two bits at least. Yeah, there are more coming. I can I can say that without things. Volko says um, new SRV is confirmed. So yeah, there's our irresponsibility coming out. Yes. Oh dear! Right. Um, the other thing is that care of Inara, not Inra, Inara the website. Uh, they now have a list of all the material traders and their locations. So if you are having difficulty finding a material trader that you need, good old Inara will help you out. So we'll put a link in those um, show notes. Now, did anybody else see Uncle Jack Shuffle's Guide to Crime and Punishment? Because I thought I, this was I, technical I genius. Uh, and that's why you know I did, which is how I was like, hang on, I should not have any notoriety now because I've been logged on for ten bloody hours. Um, <laughs> uh, I... I I have logged my issue as a bug report, but I actually I really really hope actually that it's a hang on you're being a cheeky bugger and you've been you spent the past ten hours docked up at the station. We're not going to actually reduce your notoriety because you've been doing nothing. Maybe that's the whole um, point. And I I would like that to be honest. Um, yeah. yeah I, so yeah. For- yeah, so for people who haven't seen this, it is basically a flowchart which should show you how the new crime and punishment system works. Uh, and to me, it is is sort of sorted out the whole ambiguity that I've I've had with it so far. I would agree with that. Yeah, I just what this says. Galnet News Night Digest may be a bit spoilery tonight, so. I think we'll give a we'll, we'll give a warning. I think before we play it again. Fair enough. Um, focus is about the re the resource sites being reseeded. Yes, apparently. Oh. Sorry, Ben. You take it, Chan. I'm I'm trying to dock, so you do it. Didn't you just blow up? Don't you dock automatically if you blow up? Uh, yeah, but I'm back. I'm back out again now. But I'm not. I'm not out there. I. I actually had a mission that I had to hand in as well, which I forgot about. Uh, anyway, yes, um, people have been somewhat surprised when they've gone to their favourite uh, resource uh, area to mm-hmm. the bounty farm. But some of them have changed category in that they've what what used to be has res is now a high or even a normal res, right. and apparently it's to do with the way the um, the 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 seed works to generate what site is what. Um, uh, Frontier did comment on this, and they they have said that unfortunately they're not going to change it back and reseed it. So um, basically, if if your site isn't your favourite anymore, move. There's enough of them. Okay, so effectively, it, it is a uh, basically. Is moved reseeding procedure. It's a problem with procedural generation. Not much you can really do about it. Nonsense. The galaxy's moved on over the past year. You can hardly expect your you know that that local corner where everyone has a fight to stay the same place for three years, can you? Yeah, I just want to say that uh, 
said, yeah, they, his faction or their faction had a Hazrez disappear on them. Um, so if it's your faction that you had a Hazrez site, then yeah, it does suck a bit, but not much we can do about it, I guess. No, doesn't sound doesn't sound as if it, there is something we can do about it. Which you know. So, um, to be honest, res sites should have always been a sort of random pop up thing, anyway. In my opinion, but I thought the res sites should determine should be determined by the state of security and the state of the system. So, if you're in a war uh, system where there's a civil war, then <clears> your Red sites should become more hazardous, I would have thought. Or if you're one that's in a boom, they'd become less hazardous. But they should also, I think, they should be more dynamic and move around a bit as well. You know, even if they just did it on, on every Thursday, that instead of it being in ring A on planet 7, it's now in ring B. You know, just, it just shouldn't be in the same place day after day after day, because... Yeah, you know, just a bit of interest. Just gives a bit more life to things, doesn't it? Changing it around a bit. Yeah, although that probably isn't the way they're generated, though, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, it's, it's done. You know, they they probably are generated based on procedural things, and depends how the seed is that goes off and go and says where they are. But it would be nice if they almost reseeded it on a weekly basis. Then. Ooh. I don't know how long it takes. I really don't. You mean do it like on Fargoid Thursday or something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything else is changing on a Thursday, so go off and say, okay, we're going to move where the res sites are this and so on as well. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, so has anybody else seen these, uh, the visual comparisons of the sole landable moons between 2.4 and 3? Um, it's been posted by Commander John Exia. Uh, we've got links to it in the for, uh, on the show notes. They'll be they'll be coming up. And um, what does everyone think? Because it really does show the new model to the best. I think, especially when you compare Callisto. I haven't been to Sol. Have a look. I ca I casually glanced at the. Um at the pictures, and I thought, wow, that, what a difference. Because apparently Pluto has changed as well, hasn't it? I saw a, saw a picture of Pluto, and that's radically different. Yeah, the, uh, have they tried to make it a little bit more like the, <laughs> like the NASA photographs? I think so, yes. Um, I, haven't I thought seen that's the what they were basing it on. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, do you mean Sharon? I'm seeing pictures of Sharon, but I haven't seen pictures of Pluto yet. No, we haven't. I haven't seen that yet, no. Okay. So, um, fair enough. We've gone through a lot of the other stuff already, but... There is one thing that uh, has come out, which should be of note to anybody who's purchased the EDRPG. The uh, military supplement has now been released. Uh, it should be available to all the backers of that level at PDF uh, format. 
Uh, has anybody received one? And if so, what it's like? I've had, I've got one, and it is shiny, new. It's got um, there's new ships in there. There's really pretty, epic-looking weapons. There's military bases, um, military ranking, and things like that as well for all the fact. Uh, certainly for the, I can't remember if it's an alliance one as well. Certainly for Empire and Federation, there is. Um, I don't want to give everything away. No, no, no. Just um, first impressions. Command, yeah, be fine. Commander Arathon's blueprints are in there for the ships as well. Oh, so that, good. That's really that's lovely to see. Mm. Um, lots of shiny new artwork and everything like that. I was, and I was very pleased when I found out how I could go off and get it because I just I logged on to the EDRPG website with my PayPal username and like my PayPal username because mm-hmm. um, they had it synced up with my PayPal. Thing. Not on my PayPal, sorry. Why am I saying PayPal? I mean Kickstarter. So, you know, my Kickstarter email address, they basically log in as that. I had to get get myself a password for it. And then it's like, hey, Ben, welcome here. And this is all the stuff you can go off and download. And that worked very well. And it was like, I can now go and get my new PDF for the military things. Right, I see. You know, it just worked. Okay, so um, uh, I think we've, we've touched on all the skimmer missions as far as we're concerned. Right, who would like to talk about what Joshua Mesa has sent to us? We have free goodies? No? Okay, well, this week the Thargoid, Joshua Mesa has uh, sent a link about Operation Kronos, which is happening uh well, I'm not quite so sure what's happening there, but uh, you okay there, Ashley? Yeah, I'm just making sure this thing's on. Ah. Maybe yeah, it says I'm now in a parallel dimension or something. So, <laughs> I don't know where I'm talking to you from, but from wherever, hello. So, uh, we have Operation Kronos, which is supposed to happen between... Uh, well, yesterday and the 8th. Uh, it seems to be some kind of community-run um, community goal, and they do seem to have some uh, prizes available to people who are able to um, supply the most information. Has anybody got any more information about this? Is Envy... I have no. Who who put it in the notes? Was this a Ben thing or a cow thing? I think Grant actually went off and did it. Um, but yeah, they basically they've got four four ship kit, four paint packs, mm-hmm. and one ship kit or bobblehead available. Um, and it's for the triple E F. Uh, the right. Okay, uh, Colin, why don't you say that? You you can say one. One of the, you see, up in the first paragraph, one of the <sighs> that that name. Right. <laughs> I'm visual. Oh, you know what? Forget that. Uh, all you have to do is drop off m- uh, or deliver meta alloys or other Thargoid attracting materials outside of Chew City at uh, Shanna Bay. 
and uh, obviously the people who drop off the most will be awarded these paint packs or ship kits. Uh, we will keep it as blah 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 elite Ill expeditionary force. I th- mostly, I think I think it would be Evangeline's elite expeditionary force. I think. Mm-hmm. And why couldn't right? you say that in the first place? Because it's far more fun watching you say it. And you're not able to even watch me say it, which is always useful. <laughs> nice on radio. It, it, works, well it works great on radio, that does. <sighs> so I'm, I'm, praying, I'm praying that we get Graham back soon, to be honest. <laughs> right, so that's it for all the community news so far. Well, there's a couple of other things. I'm not sure if they made it onto the notes or not, but apparently uh, the people who are joining in Operation Ida have been very successful thanks to the reduction in materials needed. So there's now a number of space stations that are coming back online. I believe the Oracle was the first one. It was, uh, yes. online, and I believe Obsidian Orbital is due to come on back online on Fargoid Thursday as well. Yep. Uh, that hopefully that, that's two stations back and uh, the ID have already moved on to their next station which uh, we are targeting and if you'll just bear with me just a second while I uh, I, I catch up with where everything's been with that um, we're targeting one of the refineries because one of the, the refineries are the, the nearest uh, produce the things that you need to repair these space stations the most so, so do you think the Thargoids will then go back and reattack the Oracle and the Orbital again, or do you think because they? I don't think any were attacked last week, were they? No, Ooh. I think you're right there, uh, Shan. That last week with the Thargoids did give us a week off. Really, I thought the the two systems very very close to. Uh, the bubble were hit. I don't think they knew. I think they were the week before. Mm. Well, um, the IDA are focusing at the moment at Amalthus Terminal. So if anybody would want to give them a hand, um, there's the usual list on, on the Galnet. Uh, we, they do have tantalum complete. They do have aluminium complete. So um, it's, it's looking quite good. Hopefully, we'll have a, a new uh, refinery back up and running in the Pleiades quite soon. It will be interesting to see if they go back and it becomes like a game of whack-a-mole between the players and the Thargoids. Well, that is one thing that I always wondered, because in order to keep the, the Thargoids away from the bubble, is it, a, is it a case of we have to basically repair these stations so they do get hit again, thus their sacrifice keeps the... Um, uh, keeps the Thargoids away from the bubble. That makes sense to me. Don't know what's going to happen, but it makes sense. Yeah. But wouldn't that mean then it becomes like a, uh, a Sisyphus task where players repair them and then a week's time get, they get done over again and the players are going to eventually turn around and say, well, forget that, you know. Yeah, that is, that is going to be something which is uh, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on because uh, we have no idea how this pl- is going to to plan out. I believe Grant has returned if you want to talk about Evangeline. Yes, Grant, um, did, were you able to get any more information about the Evangeline 
uh, elite expeditionary force. C. Yeah, Ben. The one, the one, the E E E E E E E E E F. And you were lying because he's not back. He said he was back. I am back. I'm just. I'm just been quiet. No, I was. I was chatting to the stream there. I was just. I was just behind your back. That's all it was. I had the wrong well, way. Oh, so you were saying behind my back, not that you are back. Well, your Twitch stream takes it from Skype, so it's not going to get me if I'm muted to Skype. Hello, everybody. Yeah, the E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-E-
Uh, and Alex Brentnall, who is another long-time listener, has a great write-up. And there's also a non-comprehensive paint job and cosmetic thread on the forums, which has lots of information about not just the Lavecom skins, but loads and loads of other ones. So, yeah, th- thanks to Alien and thanks to Arathon and Alex Brentnall and whoever did this non-comprehensive thing, because... It's something, frankly, we should have done a long time ago, and I'm a lazy bugger and never did. Mm. Well, on the, on the subject of LaveCon, we have had an update from Alan Stroud about what the, the state of play with is with LaveCon uh, 2018. He says, uh, as many of you know, we suffered a hard drive failure at the start of the year, and this set has set back our ability to accurately price the event. However, we are now able to restore most of the LaveCon information and release the first batch of tickets. Now, as of 5.30 today, all transactional information for this event has been restored to our database. This includes all payments from people who have A, misspelled their names, B, not given as a surname, C, just given as their commander name. We have been through all our records by hand from the spreadsheets and organized them, so we have a much clearer picture of everything LeafCon related. The next set of tickets will be released as soon as we have finished compiling all the weekly activities and allocated volunteers to ensure that that these events run over the weekend. Thank you for your patience. We are getting there. So it is still on for the the 8th, 10th June. Uh, We're just waiting on the hard drive to, well, the data to be restored in order to uh, proceed to the next round. Word from the wise kids, back your data up. Do it regularly. So, um, you actually, Colin, because you lost your development laptop, didn't you? Um, no, I had everything backed up. I had everything yeah, backed you up. You still lost just... the machine, and if you had no backups, that would have been it. So, Yes. A word so, from the experience there. Backups are good. Yes, you only you only forget to back up once and then lose it and then you never forget again. Yes, well, <laughs> I've all, I, I lost things a long time ago and I've been backing up ever since. So, um, yeah, we have, of course, there are obligatory mention for the CQC Discord for at uh, discord.me slash elite dangerous uh, CQC for everybody who wants to have a go at uh, uh, trying the CQC uh, arena deathmatch thing. We had a good time at it in the the truckers a couple of couple of weeks ago, and hopefully we'll catch up with the uh, people at at a later point. Um, and following this show, of course, we have the fantastic Galnet news uh, read to us by the original and the best Pete Peter within shoot with a spoon. Oh, I said Withenshaw, then I do apologize. It's been a long day. So, has anybody got any final points they would like to make before we close out? I'm good. Unless that was a subtle hint and I've forgotten something. No, no, um, no, the Elite Community Meet due to go on the 14th of April, kind of in the Reading area. That's because every time we had an argument beforehand, it got into uh, people being very specific with shires, and I, I don't do shires. So it's near Reading, and it is in April the 14th. I'm sure it's, the it's in the shire. Are there any hobbits coming? <sighs> Ed might be. I think Ed. Yeah, Ed might be there. <laughs> um, yes. <clears throat> sorry, Ed. You're not a hobbit. You're just 
Awesome. Do we uh, know, go on. If I, finish that sentence. I dare you. I can't, but go do to... Do we know if... Yep. Sorry, Grant. Do we know if tickets are still available or are they all sold out? For the ECM, ECM doesn't sell out. I mean, for the hotel and all the sort of stuff like that. Don't know about the hotel. It's a pretty big hotel, so there should be plenty of rooms. And if not, there are a load of hotels in that area as well. I think we've got information on alternatives on the, the website, which you can go to <laughs> HTTPE, apparently, for, from Alien there. It's the elitemeet.info or elitecommunitymeet.com, whichever you prefer. They all go to the same place while we're in the transitional renaming stage. And um, it, yeah, it's shaping up nicely. Uh, you should be able to get access to Vibes, Oculuses, EDRPG, oh crikey, uh, retro gaming from the amazing Mindwipe and uh, Stephen Usher. I think I've been co- you know, coordinating with each other to make sure there's a, a very strong retro feel. Uh, there'll be a number of different player groups there and if you are coming along and your player group is represented and you want some time to make an announcement or talk about or you know do a podcast just get in touch and let us know what you need yeah um, I would like the Elite Miniatures game to be down there but unfortunately I will not be able to be there Um, yes again I'd ask that if anybody wants to uh, have a training session so that I can send the materials to them uh, then uh, I would appreciate it um, right, who have you got with you in game at the moment, Ben? Well, I died, so I'm back in the bubble. But Atrus and Rar and Toxic came out to the Guardian site, and I am the only bugger still there. <laughs> I was trying to emulate Rar because Rar's been flying around in a 800 uh, meters per second courier, and so, so I was I'm like. Using- yeah. Yes, yeah, so she, uh, she don't run a med, uh, Medusa. It's pretty damn fast. Uh, yeah. and it, I didn't realise that thing can stop on a dime as well. So I he never stopped re- and you didn't? Basically, Basically he stopped. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he stopped and I said, Hi, planet, how are you doing? I put up a clip in the um, Skype. I did. You did? I did put a clip in the Skype. Oh, of, what, of me in. dying? Yes. Oh, thank you very much, whoever did that. <laughs> yes, well, well, I think we'll, we'll have to put that up on the site uh, for everybody to enjoy, I think. Uh, seems reasonable, to be honest. Yeah. I laughed. Just having a look to see if I can't pull a name from it. Mm, I wouldn't mind, that, but you I didn't You guys even chat lose... too much. I didn't <laughs> lose my notoriety while I was doing it either. I could have at least... Oh, it's Alien, I think. Oh, thank you, Alien. Perhaps yeah. the Ra should have scanned you on the way down. Yeah, alien. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. So 50 people on Twitch, and they all want shout-outs, apparently, so one of you's getting busy just now. No. Shout-out to everybody not. on Twitch. Yes, there you go. That's lazy. There you go, Twitch. There you go. That's all you get. So that is it for another episode of Live Radio. <laughs> If you'd like to get in touch with the show, then you can email info at laveradio.com, Facebook slash laveradio, at laveradio on Twitter, and you can just join the Discord chat channel by going to https slash discord.io slash laveradio. You can join the TeamSpeak server where commanders come to hang out and chat and say very rude words at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Lave Radio is recorded live 
kind of on a Tuesday evening at half past eight GMT and streamed out at httpliveradio.com slash live. So thanks to Ben, thanks to Grant, thanks to Shan, and thanks to Ashley, and thanks to those commanders that have joined us outside the leave station and those commanders in Twitch, just in case. So, but until next time, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous. March 3304. We read the news so you don't have to. Warning! Like Frontier Development's recent live streams and forum posts, this episode contains spoilers. In this week's news, Xenohuggers conflicted as Guardians diss the Thargoids. Guardian Genocide, the shocking truth. PC Commander competence brought into question by Fuel Rat Stats. A lot of jumping in a little time. Xenohuggers conflicted as Guardians diss the Thargoids. Thargoid apologists were left wrong-footed this week as the Guardians launched a blistering war of words from beyond the grave. Historical documents uncovered by Canon Interstellar and other commanders at the behest of engineer Ram Tar reveal that the evil Thargoids launched a terrible and prolonged assault on the peace-loving Guardians in a conflict over settlement rights on barnacle-infested planets. Despite many attempts by the cultured and technologically advanced Guardians to communicate with the dim-witted eight-limbed killing machines from Call 70, the onslaught continued until the Guardians were able to develop defensive weaponry to finally drive the Octomaniacs back where they came from and back into their equivalent 
of the Stone Age. Galnet News Digest has remained staunchly opposed to the creepy spider creatures from the Pleiades since their unsavoury doings were first unearthed. Yet many pacifist do-gooders who oppose the clear-headed strategy of Admiral Tanner, the capable commander of Aegis, still proclaim their love of the menace from Merope. Their unconvincing claims that Aegis fired first have no factual basis. In truth, it's the Thargoids who've been on the offensive, and their unwarranted attacks on defenceless scientific bases in the Pleiades sector have led to many thousands of casualties. How much longer will we vacillate? Our enemy grows stronger by the day. The squishy insects of doom need to be squashed by the firm heel of Admiral Tanner's authority. Guardian Genocide, The Shocking Truth The fine civilization of the Guardians was destroyed by its own AI systems, according to recently unearthed evidence. The Guardians, whose ancient culture is to be admired in the same way we admire the ancient Roman culture of planet Earth, succumbed to an uncharacteristically violent civil war fought between those who venerated nature and those who wished to advance the culture through careful application of technology. Following the loss of far too many valuable Guardian lives, this ingenious race developed weaponry with artificial intelligence that could play out the conflict between factions with no loss of life. The Guardians also developed AI systems known as constructs to automate their society, and this was to prove their downfall. The artificial intelligence systems that ran the Guardian government appears to have formed its own opinion that its creators, the Guardians, were naturally too violent to be allowed to threaten the existence of the AI systems. The evidence suggests that this civil service bot persuaded the AI military systems to wipe out the Guardians using nuclear and chemical weaponry. The entire biological part of the Guardian civilization was eliminated overnight. If these AI systems destroyed the Guardians to ensure their own survival, how many alien HAL 9000s must there still be haunting the backwaters of space, regretting their betrayal of perhaps the finest society the galaxy has ever known? PC Commander Competence brought into question by Fuel Rat Stats. Statistics released by the Fuel Rats reveal that PC Commanders are by far the least capable, accounting for nearly two-thirds of all callouts. Compared with the staggering number of incompetent PC pilots, number of callouts by commanders using the Xbox control system comprised less than 30% of the total, and PS4 commanders less than 8%. This suggests that PC commanders need to be given lessons by their more proficient brethren from the PS4 community. The Fuel Rats recently completed their 40,000th successful rescue, with only 1 in 20 of their clients dying a horrible, lingering death, asphyxiating in the icy cold of deep space. 
lot of jumping in a little time. Commander Alot has broken his own record for buckyballing to Sagittarius A-Star. As he left Seoul, he radioed an order for smoked kippers to the chef in Galileo Station. One hour and 55 minutes later, he was admiring the black hole at the core of the galaxy. And he was back home in time for Tiffin. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.